From Johannesburg to Jerusalem, the world is always changing, growing and innovating. Join Benji Shulman for the next hour as he brings you the trendsetters, the thought leaders and those creating news before it happens. Only on the New Blue Review, your favorite Jewish culture and current affairs show. Every Monday at 9 a.m. right here on 101.9 High FM. We welcome, as we do every single week, Rob Hutchinson to the show to talk to us about what's going on in Parliament. How are you doing, Rob? Particularly well in yourself, Benji. <laughs> Some big stuff in Parliament happening at the moment. Land reform bill on the table. Talk to us about that. Yes, one of the many big things happening in, in Parliament uh, this this week or over the past past few weeks. So the the Land Court Bill is the its government's attempt to bring together the Land Claims Court and the new and ter- transform it into a new uh, into a new Land Court, which will apparently adjudicate on all land re- land re- related matters and not only restitution or redistribution as the Land Claim Court previous, previously was doing. So there's a couple of rather interesting and concerning clauses in the bill. Um, which is uh, which was actually presented by uh, the committee, which was headed up by Deputy uh, President David Mabuza. So those who are, who are well known within politics or well affair with what's going on in politics will have concerns around his heading up of of this anyway. And he's he's a big, uh, well, let's say a pro uh, land expropriation without compensation pundit. So. This has obviously been brought into into the bill as well. They want to um, uh, bring the land uh, claims court, or should I say rather the land court, in line with Section 25 and the new Expropriation Act when when they are enacted. When Section 25 and the Expropriation Act do come into play, then the land court will be used to uh, adjudicate the whole process throughout if there are any disputes against land claims, if there are any uh, 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 outcomes that, that are not favourable, or if people um, uh, whose land has been expropriated do want compensation, then the, the land court will now deal with, with that matter. However, the the one major concern around it is that it now includes hearsay evidences regarding to circumstances surrounding uh, previous disposition of of land or, or rights. And what what that means is if there's no historical evidence on on paper, such as title deeds and and so on, then um, families can rely on oral history and the existence of elders' knowledge and description of location and the extent of land which their descendants previously occupied. So that does pose quite a few problems going going forward in, into a court, as you know it kind of goes against normal. Uh, judicial processes where hearsay evidence is not considered by a court, but here in the la- in the case of a land claims court or land court, it will be it will be considered. How they will deal with that is not quite clear. Um, they do mention they will be appointing official investigators and um, <clears throat> anthropological facts which are relevant to any particular land claim. So it's it's quite a vague and, and convoluted process. Um, but yeah, it's 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 trying to address the slow land claims process and couple it with the amendments to Section 25 and the Expropriation Act. Now, Rob, the Expropriation Act 
and the amendment to Section 25 has also been in the news at the moment. We heard that there's an, an extension granted now to the committee between the EFF and the ANC. Give us a bit of background into what's actually going on there and what is likely to result in your view. Well, that's it's a process that's been going on since uh, early 2018, when the uh, the ANC actually proposed a an amendment to Section 25 after their uh, I think it was in Azra con- conference, where they they found out that the current process is actually a hindrance to land to land re- redistribution because it involves the negotiation of uh, compensation where land needs to be expropriated, so that. That was proposed to Parliament as an amendment to uh, Section 25 of the Constitution, which states that land can be expropriated. However, uh, it, it reasonable compensation must must be must be paid in that case. So that started with the whole. I'm sure everyone remembers that massive process that went on with the public hearings and so on. And Parliament received around a million. Um, it was just shy of a million uh, public uh, comments on that. And the question posed by the ad hoc committee at the time was should land be expropriated without compensation or is Section 25 of the Constitution a hindrance to the expropriation of, of land because it, it, it states that there should be uh, compensation. So that went through various, various uh, stages. The ad hoc committee was then tasked with the expropriation bill to set out that, the terms and conditions of how that would happen and various other pieces of legislation that, that should take place there. They were supposed to produce their report by, uh, it was the end of this month. And, but now they, they obviously couldn't meet that deadline, citing COVID as a, as a problem because they couldn't hold public consultation and, and so on. So they'd be given another month now. Also because the EFF and the ANC couldn't agree on the terms as to which uh, how land should be expropriated, whether it should become into state custodianship or whether it should be titled these issues to, to new owners. So that's the battle that's, that's going on in Parliament right now. The uh, ad hoc committee has been granted another 30 days to finalise their report. And then once they have, they'll present it to Parliament and no doubt recommend uh, changes to Section 25 as they should be and if they are necessary and 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 so on. So we've got to wait for that that process to be completed, and no doubt it will go out to public comment again once a draft amendment has been tabled. You talked about this issue of title deed versus custodianship versus expropriation, mm-hmm. and, and uh, you know I've been talking to some people and a lot of people saying to me, well, we don't. What does it mean to have custodianship? Will we still be able to own land? The EFF was pushing for all land in the country to go into the hands of the state. So we've got a few minutes left on the show. Maybe talk to us about that because it's something which I think a lot of people are confused about, but which is actually a crucial point in all of this discussion. Yeah, absolutely. It is a vital point. So the the difference between the EFF and the ANC's proposal is that um, the EFF want the state to have full custodianship of all the land. That means uh, the state, in, in effect, owns all the land. And it, it, it might be a contentious issue because they might be able to do this without um, the constraints or by circumventing the constraints as placed out in Section 25 of the, of the Constitution. So the state will then take custodianship of, of all the land and then lease it out to people who, who want land. 
so the state then becomes the the biggest landlord in 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 the country uh, overnight, which itself uh, puts out a, a rather concerning or or uh, confusing message to to the public, as most people think that expropriation without compensation will be uh, that that we are own my land and now I don't have to pay anything for it. This. Uh, custodianship places a totally different angle on it where you will, you don't get the land for free, but you now have to pay rent, uh, to, to lease that land. If you want to work that land, you'll have to present a plan on how you plan to develop that land, but the land will always remain under custodianship of the state, which means they can take it away from you at any time in the future should you not be meeting the agreement or meeting the standards that, that, that they put out. The ANC, on the other hand, uh, want to place uh, land custodianship or tenure in in charge of the uh, person who who owns the land, as they say. So it's not the state; it'd be the landowner with by issuing a um, a title deed to show that you ha- you actually do own own that land. However, there does seem to be debate within the ANC as to whether custodianship or land tenure should 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 be approached. So it'll be interesting to see what goes what goes on there. My What's f- the difference between expropriation and, and custodianship? Nothing if, if you if you really look at in, into it in, in detail. So expropriation currently does happen, however it does happen with, with um compensation. So if if the government wants to build a servitude or a road through through your property, they can expropriate that however with compensation. Um where it's where with with a, a custodianship means they they will take control of your whole land for leasing that land back from them, and then the land belongs to the state. The state can do whatever they whatever they deem fit with with that land in the public interest. And it's it's important to to note that those those words that it's always got to be in the public interest. However, public interest can be is loosely defined by however the state seems deems necessary. So it's it's rather confusing, but this introduction of custodianship seems to be done to circumvent the the current uh, hurdles that that are in place now, which it uh, would guarantee private private ownership of of land. And and broader than that, even property as well, because the, the 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 act talks about property, not only about land. So yes. so is there's potential as well for. Uh, for people to to have down the line, if depending on how this uh, uh, depending mm. on how this goes, actually to be uh, how do I say um, <laughs> you know like, with pension funds or, to, or all sorts yes, of yes, absolutely. You spot on there, Benji, and um, it is something something that that I did raise quite quite a while ago is that. The easiest way for the state to introduce the National Health Insurance Initiative, the NHI, is by expropriating uh, private medical aids and, and private healthcare facilities for in the public interest, and that will be happen without uh, ex- without uh, compensation again. However, now that they've introduced the custodianship, that means that the funds and the reserves of of medical aids and medical schemes can now fall under the custodianship of of the state, and I think we've already seen a move to towards that, and that's that's I think is the direction that we we headed in this country. It'll definitely, no doubt, be 
be out for a court challenge somewhere, somewhere down the line to clearly define what custodianship is as opposed to expropriation, and then we'll have to wait for the outcome of, of that. Well, Rob, certainly I'm sure you will keep us uh, appraised. So thank you for joining us and uh, definitely encourage people to go comment on South Africa on the land court element of this process. Thank you, Benji. Thanks for your time.